some very wise words said there, some great things shared there. I can see some people looking, oh no, is he going to do a sermon now? Oh my goodness me. Oh look, at I can see your faces. Hey, stay cool. I'm not doing a sermon. Oh, what? I'm devastated. But it would be it would be wrong of me not to take this opportunity to uh, challenge you on where you stand with God today. So thank you for joining these guys, uh, the visitors, friends. Jeremy, here you go, mate. Long time no see. Good to see you. Good to see you. Um, and thank you for coming and joining these guys. It's important to them and what they shared today is really important to them and for them to make the stand they did and share it with you is just amazing, yeah? Just amazing. Look, I looked up what is water baptism and I went to good old Dr. Google (coughs) (coughs) and the first thing that comes up is Wikipedia. Yeah, they know what they're talking about. Well, in actual fact, this is what they say and I rather like it. It says, is an act of obedience symbolising the believer's faith in a crucified, buried and risen Saviour. The believer's death to sin, the burial of his old life and the resurrection to walk in newness of life in Christ Jesus. It is a testimony to the believer's faith in the final resurrection of the dead. I rather like that. I thought it was succinct and to the point. (coughs) Dear old Mr Wikipedia got it right. Sure, I could go on for some details about what baptism is and all that uh, in quite details. In fact, I could do a sermon on it. Let's do it. No, we won't do it. We won't do it. But I want you to remember that baptism isn't the be-all and end-all. It's not what gets you saved. Because when, the, when Jesus was on the cross and the guy on his left said, he said to him, hang on, we're just going to get down here and get baptised and then you're going to join me in heaven tonight. No, he did not say that. So it's not the be all and end all. He said, tonight you'll dine with me in paradise. So I just want to make sure that's right, you got that right. Yeah? But it is an act of obedience. It's an act of obedience. Jesus did it himself and all over Acts, Acts 2, 8, 13, 9, 10... Excuse me, 16, 18, 19. Over and over again, it talks about being baptised. And what was the last thing Jesus said when he left this earth? Was it Matthew 28, 18 to 20? Can you remember what it says? That's correct. In all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me, therefore go out and make disciples of all nations baptising them in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you and surely I will be with you always to the very end of the age. Do you know in our home group, it's a good home group by the way, it's probably one of the better ones but... (laughs) Did I say that out loud? Oh, I didn't mean to do that. I'm in trouble with the only now. In our home group, we do challenges. Yeah, we do challenges. Like, uh, there was one time I remember that uh, someone challenged me, said, Steve, I think you should go and get fit, lose some weight, and just get really fit. And you can see, I've done that. I was 150 kilos, what? No, that's not true. 
No, in fact, that's not true at all, but I've got a feeling that might be true soon, <laughs> now that I just said that. Oh, dear. But we do. We have challenges in a home group. And in a home group, um, people will just challenge one another on different things. One of the challenges was, um, you, I challenge you, you should be reading your Bible every day of the week. Every day of the week. And somebody's doing that in a home group. Another person was challenged... Um, uh, two people in our group were challenged that I think you should be seeking out um, uh, going to Bible college and checking out Bible college. And two people within our group have actually gone out and checked out. They've actually gone to a couple of colleges to seek out what studies they can look at for next year. They were challenged on that. And right now they're in the midst of whether they sign up to do that. Two of the people who were baptised this morning, maybe three, but at least two I'm aware of, they were challenged to go further in their relationship with God, to be obedient to God in the act of baptism. And I believe that's part of the reason they stood here today and did what they did. That's a challenge. They were challenged to do it and they were obedient to God. So this morning, I'd like to put that same challenge to you. I want to put that same challenge to each and every one of you. Today, Today, have you been obedient to Christ and his command of Matthew 28, 18 to 20, that I read out before? Go out in all the world, baptise in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Have you been obedient to God in baptism? Today, do you need us to solidify your relationship with Jesus Christ? Have you been wishy-washy? Have you sometimes been a Christian, as some of the guys pointed out, they were Christians for a little while and then they walked away from it. Then they came back and then they walked away from it. Are you one of those people? Do you need to solidify your relationship with God today? Today, do you need to seek a relationship for Jesus Christ? Maybe for the very first time. Maybe for the second time. Maybe even the third or fourth or hundredth time. Do you need to do that today? Because today, God is challenging you. He's challenging you, each and every one of you. Today, do you need to recommit your life before Christ? Do you need to do that? We've had four young people stand here and they've recommitted their lives before Christ. They stood here before you and said that Jesus Christ is Lord and Saviour of their life. Publicly, they were baptised. Publicly, they want your help to continue on in their walk with God. It's part of your role too, church. It really is. So today, my challenge to you is where do you stand? Where do you stand? Okay, let's just pray. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Today, actually, actually every day, God loves you. He freely offers you salvation, purpose, life, eternal life and a living relationship with him. The question is, we accept what he offers. Hey, I know you have a past. We all have a past. But scripture clearly says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That comes from Romans. Sin has its price. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death. 
The wages of work is money, but the wages of sin is death. Death means separation from God forever. Gee, I don't want that. The good news is I don't have to have that. Christ paid for your sin. Even though you were still sinners, Christ loved us so much that he died to take your place for your sin. Romans 5.8 says, But God demonstrated his own love for us in this while we were still sinners. Christ died for us. You must believe. To become a Christian, have an assurance of eternal life, you must repent of your sin. You need to put Christ first in your life. And only you can do that. Only you can do that. Romans 10.9 says, we had it read to us earlier, If you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So, my challenge, no, God's challenge to you today, his challenge to you today, do you need to walk further in your relationship with God? Do you need to put God first in your life today? I'm going to give you an opportunity to do just that. I'm going to pray a simple prayer. If you'd like to begin a personal relationship with Jesus or renew your personal relationship with Jesus, I'd like you to pray this simple prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I believe you died for me and that your blood paid for my sins. Please forgive me for my sin. I entrust my life over to you as Lord. Thank you for dying for me, forgiving my sin and giving me the gift of eternal life. I turn away from my sin today. I submit to you as my Lord and Saviour. Lead and guide me in your way. Just while your heads are bowed, if you prayed that prayer for the very first time, I'm going to ask that you raise your hand. If you pray that prayer for the second time or third time, I want you to raise your hand. Maybe God's encouraging you to go for baptism right now and I ask that you might raise your hand for that too. I see your hand, thank you. I see your hand, thank you. If God's challenging you today, I just want you to raise your hand just say, yep, I'm going to do that. I'm going to follow Jesus. Today might be the first and last chance you can do that. Father, I pray that you be with those who raise their hand today, that you will work in their lives. Father, for anyone who's still sitting here not quite sure, who are arguing with you, are fighting with it, Father, I pray that your Holy Spirit will work within their lives today, this week, and that they will go forth and take up the challenge that you've issued to them. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. If you've been challenged today in any shape or form and you'd like to discuss this further, I'd like you to have a talk to Pastor Andy. A few of us will be down the front here later on after the service. I'll be one of them. If you want to come and talk to one of us, please come and talk to us. If you'd like to follow through with baptism, or you made a decision to follow Jesus for the first time, come and talk to us. We want to follow through with that. Yeah? 
And I just want to go back to something Carl said earlier. I want an easy life. I want a meaningful life. Thank you.